0: You know, a lot of us. We. It's really sad that. You know, life-changing experiences, of, especially with death. You know, it's so sad that. That death is probably what can. Finally, make us realize that there's God. That there is hope. For those of us that are still here.
1: Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Today we'll hear more from Arlene Ed, a Navajo from Northern Arizona, as she shares about the joy of forgiveness and how the tragic death of her little sister impacted her family in an unexpected way.
0: I, um... Think about my mom going back to when I was really angry with her. It took me several years of building my faith and growing in the Lord. And then it there was another sermon that I heard where we were told have you ever forgiven anybody? Forgiven somebody that you've had anger against. And it was really hard for me. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know. I guess I was just ashamed because I had so much anger, not only against my mother, but my family. But the Lord, through a lot of love, the Lord showed me that I can forgive. As he has forgiven my sins that I need to step forward and forgive others around me. One of the things that I've done since then is I went back home and and I told my mom, I said, I need to talk to you. I just told her, I said, Mom, I'm asking you for forgiveness. And she just didn't know what to say. I told her that I'm sorry for the way I treated her when I was growing up. I told her I didn't understand at the time. And she just looked at me. She just started crying. She... And didn't know how to express herself. She just said, Shiaja. In the Navajo, you know, you say Shiaja, which means my little one. It don't matter how old you are, you know, when your mother or your parent says Shiaja, that means a lot. And that's what she was telling me. And to me, that was, that was everything. All the love she felt in that one little word, said, my little one. And I always tell her from then on, I said, mom, I love you. My dad was a, like I was saying, he's a very traditional man and He's uh, worked in the railroad, and he's a sheep rancher. But about 20 years ago, probably more like 25 years ago, he came home and decided to stay home. And I had a, a little sister. She was born in uh 1979. And my mom was... It was kind of a surprise to my mom. She didn't really expect another child. My parents were really happy. and A lot of her discipline was came from my brother, along with my parents. And she learned a lot. She was a joy to my parents. And she spent eight years of her life with her parents. In 1980... Seven, we were up traveling up north to uh, a conference. I had two little boys and my mother-in-law. We were on the road to an Indian Bible conference up in uh, Minnesota. When we got into North Dakota, I called home just to say hi and tell everybody we were doing okay. And my husband told me that he didn't want to say it on the phone. But he says, you better turn around. There's been a death in the family. And I asked him who it was, and he said, it's your little sister. He didn't tell me right away what had happened to her. He just said, you better just come home and Your parents need you. So. We turned around. Probably got home within 24 hours. and Got home late in the afternoon. Got up to my parents. As my dad was sitting there. My dad he's a very reserved man. And not the type to show a lot of emotion. But. I knew that he really cared for his kids, all of us, because we felt it. His love was there for us, each and every one of us. And it was very difficult for him when I entered his house. and He was sitting there and he just broke down when he saw me. And I asked him, Why, what happened? And I guess my little sister was out horsing around at the corral. My dad was just over the hill herding sheep. And my little sister, she she's always out there just walking in the forest or, you know, just tracking horses or sheep and just helping my mom come home and help my mom and... And that afternoon, I guess she was just waiting for my dad to come home. And she was down at the sheep corral, horsing around on the the logs and just hanging around. And I guess that part of the corral where she was swinging around on the logs, the, it gave. And, and they were big logs. And, and I guess it the whole part of the corral caved in and just fell on top of her. And my mom was at home and she was preparing for my dad to return. And You know, she's always um, checking on my little sister. Her name is Yolanda. You know, she's I guess she started to wonder where she was because she hadn't come in skipping into the house or anything the past 30 minutes so she went out there started looking for her started getting concerned and calling her name And she went out towards the corral and she saw the logs and she noticed my little sister laying under the the logs she was still breathing but she was unconscious and There was a lot of blood and I guess she started, she got up and started yelling for my dad. My dad was just over the hill. My mom said she raced back to the house and grabbed a blanket and she went back out there and tried to comfort because the logs were too heavy for her to lift. My dad finally came, but by the time he he came, I guess my little sister had lost a lot of blood. She had head trauma, hit her on the head. And by the time they got her back to the house and had her covered with blankets and everything, called for help, she she was already gone. So my dad, being a traditional man, he can't talk about this. But during that time, he, he wanted to have that hope knowing where his child was you know this was his child and this was a part of him and he couldn't just not talk about her and it really affected him and he just couldn't just not talk about her so we buried my little sister You know, my mom was, she was still going to church and getting closer with the Lord. And she says, I know where my daughter is. My dad saw that closeness and that hope. And he wanted to know where his daughter was. So he started going, attending church. And he became a Christian after my my sister died he goes to church and he encourages others he doesn't avoid talking about death anymore he comes out and he talks about he tells his those who should hear about it when there's a death in the family other families he goes over there and he tells them, you, know, you guys don't know where he, where this person is is it is your chance. It's your turn. You guys are still here. You know, you guys need to get to know the Lord. He tells them that to come to repentance and get to know the Lord because eventually there is life after death, he says. He says that's the hope he has for him, his wife, his kids and his grandkids you know a lot of us we it's really sad that you know life-changing experiences of, especially with death you know it's so sad that that death is probably what can finally make us realize that there's God There is hope For those of us That are still here
1: Death is happening Every day All around us And when it happens To someone close It makes us think about What's on the other side Have you ever wondered If you're ready to go That if you were to die tonight All is well Between you and your creator There are many traditions And voices out there But which one is true Well Jesus made a truth claim that addresses this very issue. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This was God's plan. You see, Jesus is the only one who can bring us to God because only He could pay what God required for our sins to be forgiven. My friend, you can be ready for death. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. If you have any questions or comments or would like a copy of today's program, write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877 766 Four six four eight. That's 877-766-4648. We're also online at withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell. So be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.